can't say on the radio podcast. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. With all the options, you're here. Whew. Ran out of other choices. It's still huh? time to change your mind. No, we can't. We can't. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Hope all is right in your world. We've, uh, we've, I don't know what this, and it's the retail world. I want to touch on this real quick because this is something we, uh, because the show was so busy, so we're recording on Thursday the 7th, we didn't really get to expand long form, but Laura ran into a bit of a sitch, and I was the same there. Now, I think you just maybe cared a little bit more. Uh, because I was able to offset my look outside with fall mums, but you ran into the no one has stock of anything fall related, and it's just fall. Yeah, so I went into a winter's home sense on October 6th. I was desperately looking for a wreath for the front door. And listen, when it comes to decor, if I don't get it, I don't get it. It's really not the end of the world. However, I was just baffled to walk in the store and not see a lick of fall slash autumn decor on october 6th there was nothing there yet they already had shelves and shelves of christmas stuff out and i was so baffled by this i understand that you know stuff and stores are bringing out their seasonal stuff out way earlier than they ever have in past years and i get that i'm never going to judge a store for doing that because that's just the way things are now Mm -hmm. but to make it so you have to be complete buying that stuff before the season's even at its halfway mark, that's where I have a bone to pick. Like, you just, yeah. I'm not going to buy fall decor, not in fall. That will never change. I am a summer person. I like, and I get excited for fall towards the end of every summer. However, you will not see me shopping for pumpkins in <laughs> August. Not happening. I agree wholeheartedly. I, I want desperately to think that they ran out of stock and couldn't get it restocked because of stocking issues. Like there, there's between ships yeah. being backed up and border issues and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Stock in Canada especially has been super low on stuff. So I, I hope people got in there early, they got their stuff, but they just didn't have anything in the warehouse that they could put back out. So they had to like to avoid just empty shelves bringing out the Christmas stuff. I don't know if this is exactly what happened or not, but I hope so. One of my favorite things surrounding all of this, it does connect to a degree, was when we came out of that first lockdown a couple of months ago, whether it was like mid or early summer, when driving by the the big super centers and you'd see the lineup around the corner. I'm like, what do you actually need from a Michaels, from a home center? Like, what do you need in your life? I didn't rush, but I loved my first visit to just a store to look sure. around, you know, like that was really nice. I wasn't one of the first like opening weekend people to do that. It is nice. But again, yeah. Is it, is it essential to have extra wreaths <laughs> and, oh, and fall, fall decor uh, and that sort of thing? But I don't know. I, I think that people spending so much time at home now, they're just trying to make it seem like it's so absolutely. <laughs> it was the old, Ooh, I've got a prescription for retail therapy and I may overdose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, but listen, retail therapy is great. And I find winners to be very much like thrifting. Never. I never go looking for something specifically. I always just go yeah. it, when you're thrifting and at winners, never be looking for something specific. Yeah. I can see our engineer just staring yeah, at he's you just... through the window. Oh yeah. That, that was okay. It. Sorry. That totally, oh. this is what, listen, can odd. I just give a shout out to, our engineer Greggy, who behind the scenes sometimes he'll just come by when we're right in the middle of an on-air break and just yeah. stare at you. <laughs> oh, the, the new one, Randy, for TV, he'll walk in the room and then stand right beside and Ben wait, and yeah. look at him while we're talking. Plus side, he does yeah. chuckle when we make a joke, so yes, at least yeah. we have like a live audience. Yeah, listen, and bless their hearts. <laughs> they are very overworked, uh, but the inventors of the on-air light 
do not like to follow the rules of the on-air light. <laughs> to be fair, everything is wired into that on-air light, so we could sneeze in here and the on-air light, on light goes on. <laughs> I we know. could watch a YouTube video and the on-air light goes on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, what I was saying is I find winners in thrifting, you need to never go looking for sp- something specific. Yeah. You always just need to go for fun, for the art of it. Look through literally everything and something will speak out to you most likely anytime i've tried to go thrifting specifically for an like oh i need an outfit for this christmas party whatever never able to find something if i were to go casually in like november i bet you i'd find the perfect party outfit same thing with winners if you're looking for that perfect little just piece of moi on your coffee table or whatever just go for fun i'm but not right now because they have nothing but christmas same page for me i'll do a troll job probably twice a year to go pick up Odds and ends, it's the old, ah, you know what, you can always mix in a new t-shirt, you can always mix in a hoodie, things like that. For me, thinning hair, baldy guy, I get a cold noodle too, so I like hats, as you both have come to discover. I mean, and early morning, I'm not putting a lot of product in my hair with headphones on off. This Raptors hat, it was 12 bucks. And you are getting compliments. I have, I have seen three people... Yeah, we don't see a lot of people. No, no. <laughs> Almost everybody we've seen have complimented no. you on that hat. I'm like, cool. I didn't think. And I also will do, I'll go to Lids when they have their oh, annual. Yeah. Or like they came out of their hats. They came out of lockdown. Yeah. It was the 6 and 8 and $12 hat sale. I just bought, it's like, that looks all right in my head. I have a Pittsburgh Steelers hat. I, d- I couldn't name three players outside of Ben Roethlisberger yeah. on the Steelers. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have um, a Gong Show hockey hat, or I think it just says Gong Show on it. Bought that because it was $6. I do oh, recall hat. the hat. I think it's very easy. If you're ever needing to shop for Jeff Kelly, I, it's you are like one of the easiest people to shop for because it's hats, <laughs> hoodies, sneakers, and candles. Yeah. Boom. Bingo. Yep. <laughs> predictable. I'm very predictable. I This year I'm calling the hey, Audible. That's a good thing. That's I, uh, I need a suit. I definitely need a suit. My worry is, though, I'm up only about 10-ish pounds, and 10 is pretty wearable. I just, I'm in a lull. I'm in a funk. When we had the forced appointments to go to the gym, every time I had an appointment, I'd go. Now, when I have all the freedom, I'll, I'll find something else to do. Yesterday, I ended up being outside doing yard work for three hours, which is not the same as doing deadlifts and squats or chest and back day. So while people uh, go, you're doing something, I do acknowledge that, but it's not a workout. I think that still counts. Hey, I have offered for you uh, multiple times. Today would be day 22 of my 30 days of jump, and you have declined that offer a few times. I'm just saying that's something yeah. you can do at home. I can, you can do I, at I, home in between absolutely. skipping and leafing and I, um, I'm not loving the skipping idea right now. Just, just I've got a little bit of an ankle thing still. I'll, I'll get there. I will. I uh, still have to. I, have yet, I haven't done a single Amazon purchase, so I can't even go in. I have yet to change my credit card information with the, the new credit card I have. So I'm have, a, I've got a couple of barriers in there on purpose, I think. I've got two issues regarding the uh, jump rope. One is I can't do it anywhere inside my house because my house is so old. If I jump, the whole house yeah. rattles. Okay. My other issue is the fact that I've had my lawnmower in the shop for almost two weeks now for a tune-up. I don't know what's happened, but it's been gone. And it has done nothing but rain and grow grass. So if I tried to hop in the grass, the grass would impede the jump rope from getting across it. It is so long. You'll have to do it on the, the city jungle. street or the sidewalk. It's the only place. Yeah, I'll just yeah. go right out in the middle of the road and start doing hey, it. <laughs> I've seen your house. I do my jump rope in the driveway because, again, same thing. I actually, I, I can't 
I know the Brazilian boyfriend, despite me asking, doesn't listen to this podcast, so I think we're okay. Yeah. But I've actually caused the floor to start creaking in our one spare bedroom because of me doing jump rope inside the house. It's a thing that happens. Our floors were all creeping already, uh, creaking already. The kids aren't helping that at all. I feel at one point they're going to Clark Griswold and just come right through the ceiling at some point. <laughs> Which would be hilarious for a yeah, brief yeah. moment. For a, a second, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, damn, that's going to cost some money. Well, that, so that brought me back. So my brother and I, thinking of kids. Now, Laura, again, you've got, like, you had a whole pack at your house with the, with the four kids in total. Benny oh, had, yeah. Benny just had to use one yep. sibling, right? Two, two kids. So yep. my brother and I, he's five years older than I'm. The, I. We still talk about this. Even my mom brought it up. Probably at least two phone calls ago. So within the last couple of months, my brother and I, so we lived above a restaurant for from basically the age of 11 until 18 until I moved out. We would, when we would fight, we would fight. And I, being younger, always felt at a disadvantage. But thankfully, deep down inside, so I have a full-on rage button, like blackout, don't remember what happened, rage button. It takes a lot. It would take a lot for me to bring it out to this day because yeah. you're older, more mature. Rage button was full mode that day. I threw my brother down the stairs, so he went down three steps to a landing, and then it turned and went down about six steps, but he went down the landing and through the wall. Oh, no. Through the wall, because there was, the studs were 16-inch on center. Well, that was enough momentum for him to go between the 16 inches. (laughs) My dad lost his mind. Oh, yeah. I will not uh, reference the things that, the punishment that we were served for that move, but man- Backstage Sadie, you both have met her. She is six years old. My favorite kid of yours. Yeah, she punched a hole in her wall. (laughs) You talk about blackout rage. She punched a hole in her wall. She has a full-on hole in her wall that she then, she put a picture of like a, a, a four by six picture of the family over the the the, the <laughs> hole. We didn't even know it had happened until I was like, "Oh, that's cute." Why is there cracks behind, like creeping out from there? No yeah. way. Oh yeah, and that's plaster, isn't it? Yep. Oh, <laughs> it sure is. It's gonna be a big job. Oh my gosh. That picture's How just. How old is Sadie? Uh, she's six. How can you be mad enough at six years old to punch anything? Honestly, she throws um, the Switch remotes if Minecraft, Minecraft of all games, upsets her. She'll throw the remote until the point I'm like, Sadie, if you ever want to hold one of those remotes again, you will stop throwing it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. We have have a long road ahead of us. My, uh, My older brothers were like that. Like, I was never a thrower of remotes, but like... I was definitely a puller of my own hair, so I can't say anything, actually. Not looking uh, back. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. No, I've never yep. thrown a remote. I've been frustrated in, in, during video games if we're playing something all together, but I've never thrown a remote, and I've never never done anything like that. Oh, she got it, but she, I heard her toss that thing to the floor, and I was like, what is happening? Over Minecraft! <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot of rage. That game, normally, it's a calming, like a relaxing game. Yeah. It sure See, is. Because backstage, Ollie is such a pacifist. All the settings are like, there's a thing called peaceful mode. You don't even get attacked yeah. by these bad guys. You don't get like, there's no health or anything like that. It's Lego. <laughs> That's all it is. And she got that mad over that. <laughs> so between the two of you, and one can go first, the other can think. Laura, go back with, again, you mentioned two older brothers. You've got a younger sister. There has to be there's, there has to be a fight or fights that still get talked about when everybody gets together. Do you remember when blah, blah, blah? Tons. I threw a spade shovel at my brother. What? His back. A full <laughs> shovel? Yeah, a whole a spade shovel, but it's still like the sharper gardening. Sure, shovel. sure is. 
Okay, but here's the reason why. I was like in grade five and I had just learned how to ride a bike. Like I got my period before I could ride a fucking bicycle, okay? <laughs> so embarrassing. And I was so pumped I could finally ride a bicycle. And then my oldest brother, Rob, he just took it on me. And guess what? He couldn't take it very far. It was the dumbest situation because we were only ever allowed to bike up and down my parents' laneway. They would yeah. never let us leave the house. So he starts touring up and down the laneway. And I was so upset because I just learned, I, like that second, I just learned how to ride the bike. And I was super pumped about it. He took it away from me. So I took my mom's like spade shovel. I threw it at his back and I got in so much trouble. It definitely hit him. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's a good thing I uh, have a weak throw. (laughs) At the right angle, that's a fractured rib. Uh, Decapitation. (laughs) (laughs) I think that didn't go right through. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. That's a good one. I don't know how you talk. I I don't know, Benny, if you can top that. No, well, I certainly can't on a physical level. My sister and I never. Never fought. She's six years older than me, so yeah. she was like a mom. Right be a little away. weird if she. Yeah, I was gonna say that'd be a little weird if she was fighting with her six years younger brother. Well, and you both <laughs> have met my sister. She is at least twenty years older than she actually is. Like yep. when she was sixteen, she was hanging out with forty year olds and like doing that. So like just doing middle age <laughs> style <laughs> things. She's always been super old. However, I used to as the annoying younger brother, I would always just try to get on her nerves and I'd get her so worked up that she would use words, but she would get her words mixed up. So at one point I was <laughs> doing something and it was on tape at somewhere around like family holiday or something like that. It's on tape and she gets so frustrated. She goes, Benny, get out of my ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> and we all start dying. She's like, no, no, I meant get out of my face, ugly. And she, she tried to get it back and she could not. So from then on, get out of my ugly, ugly face. face. <laughs> Still lives to this day. Oh, yeah. Does. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So a little mental warfare. That, yeah, exactly. that also oh, yeah. is a gift. That's a skill. That's an art you bring to an adulthood. Absolutely. That you can use at your own enemies or, or co-workers from that order. <laughs> a blend of the both, call yeah. them what they are. <laughs> yeah, your your sister. So where does she get that from? Is that if you had to look at like what do you draw to your parent? What your sister, if you had to profile her, is she more a little more your dad, a little more your mom, or I don't know whose child she is. She no, she's a fifty percent of both. It's really crazy. Yeah. Like she she gets a lot of traits from my dad, like specific things from my dad that I have. So any similarities that my sister and I have straight from my dad, I am like 95% my dad, yeah. and maybe 5% my mom. Sarah's like 50-50 where she takes like um, our social, uh, <laughs> the fact that we love to go out and that sort of thing. That's all from my dad. Yeah. Um, Sarah, my sister got a lot of... Um, neuroses from my mom I would say <laughs> but I think that that's why she was always a little bit older like uh, I, I'm not even exaggerating when I said she was 16 doing co-op in high school yeah at a radio station and that's how she started her, like she started her career at 16 <laughs> <laughs> so she's been in it for 45 years yeah now. exactly yeah. Yeah. I was 20 till she retired yeah <laughs> I always it's been tough because she's six years older than me and as the younger sibling I've always like well what was what was my sister doing at this age and I am nowhere near that. <laughs> like at that. Not at any point. What was she? What was I doing at sixteen versus her actually getting a career started? Very different trajectory from there. <laughs> <laughs> and what? And and then you. You're, so you're ninety five, dad. A little bit of uh, yeah, a, a little few bit points a, of your mom. A little bit my mom. Um, but yeah, I anybody who's who's know my dad because he's he's like a bit of a legend around Chatham. He's never moved away. Like he moved to Windsor for a little bit, but then came back. He's been there. He's over seventy now, so he's been there a long time. Yeah. But it was everybody always knew that 
<laughs> like they they saw all the similarities in me and backstage Ollie again. It's I know it's like holy that bloodline is real thick, <laughs> <laughs> real thick. Oh yeah, Laura, who are you a blend of then? Uh, I would say I'm pretty split. I'm pretty split. Like, like I am obviously very loud, like my mother is. I think I showed you guys a yeah. very quick video. Give a little backstory then on, on that whole conversation. I will let you know this right now. She is like a born-again Christian. She's a very religious woman, and she would be happy to tell you about it. Should you ask or should you not ask? That's fine. That's just what my mama does. Uh, but she, like... She is so loud and kind of in your face sometimes, which I definitely get that side of things from. But then there's the other side of me, which is very much like my dad. Like, we are human workhorses. Like, you said your sister got her career started at 16. So did I, homies. There you go. High school co-op at a radio station. Been working two jobs ever since. Um, Like, I get my work ethic from my dad. And, like, I think sometimes I am a bit of a, like... uh, I think I get myself guilt tripping from my father. <laughs> I do a lot of that, and that is definitely a Donald Gettis power move. Uh, ability to drink from both my parents. Mom doesn't drink anymore. Uh, yeah, it's, I would say it's pretty split down the middle. Yep. It's a good blend. I get my uh, kindness and generosity from my dad, and I get all my crazy from my mother. <laughs> like, full disclosure. <laughs> yeah. All the things that I'm like, what is that? I've had to train myself out of certain things because they've been identified, like self-identified as character flaws. And if I didn't wash those out, and like, yeah. well, oh, I'll tell you this, and I've even said it to you guys, I'll, there'll be something that'll like irk me or upset me, and I can grab another thing. And so then basically my conversation for 20 minutes is negative. And that, like my mom, she loves misery. She's always loved it, where my dad is always the optimistic, happy, fun guy. Yeah. And that's usually me. But if I, if I, and I have to catch myself now, I'll be like, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. Yeah. One yeah. thing doesn't mean it's all bad. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. Like yeah. you don't have to, you know, sh- talk everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's just a matter of circumstance or it went sideways, like learn to let it go. But I don't know. And like I even said to my mom, like you're, you're 69 years old. You could still go talk to somebody and sort some of that crap out. Yeah, for you, sure. You really, really yeah. could because you, you pretty yeah. much need to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I was able to jump on that early because I just self-identified going like, what is that theme? What is that? Uh-oh. I am my mother. Again, shades of it. Not not uh, fully colored in on that, but that that was that's my genetic makeup of it all. But brother fights. My kids have yet to have a big blowout, and I don't know if it's just the generation. Like outside of just yelling, yelling, door slam, door slam. Yeah, that's it. Now Claire, my youngest, um, which I think Laura, you've also acknowledged Claire's your favorite in a lot of ways. But, uh, no, Claire's oh, no. your favorite. Reese is my favorite. I've openly <laughs> said that. And it's very obvious Claire is your favorite <laughs> based well, on what you just said there. Well, no. Based on the last time I told you Reese was my favorite, and then you went on to talk no, about No, no, no. It's Claire. Claire yeah. was. <laughs> Claire is cool. No, you're wrong, Laura. <laughs> well, well, Reese is identical to me in a lot of ways. Like, But Reese got both soft sides of myself and, and my wife. So Reese is... She, like man, her skin is tissue paper. She she's gonna have a few bumps in the road in life. That's really gonna get her because yeah. I've seen something where it's like, oh no, big deal, and it has gutted her. Where Claire, we we call it, she's a pineapple. She is hard on the outside, soft in the middle. She can, she will end you if you cross her <laughs> once. You're just dead to her, and that's like we all we also have been trying to teach her like, hey, people make mistakes. Sometimes it's just honest. It's not on purpose. But it has taken her a lot of work to be able to get past that. But as far as the actual fight now, Claire being Claire, she will 
hide something of Reese's and then not tell anybody where she's headed. I mean, she'll go six months and then it'll just reappear. Oh wow! I know she is. Diabolical. That's the that's the Dutch uh, that's the Dutch guilt right there. <laughs> and so that that's you know the what? funny part to it all. Speaking of favorite children, though, this just actually reminded me. So this past weekend, I finally got one of my parents to fess up to it. Like, who's the favorite? I already know who the favorite children are between both my parents. And this is why I will openly say on air of which one of your kids are my favorite. Because everybody has favorites. Everybody has them. Once you accept that, it's way easier to live your life. I said in front of my parents yesterday, yeah, I know uh, my brother Matt is my mom's favorite. And my dad was sitting at the table and he instantly, see, my dad is the type of guy, he, he will never admit it. He'll be like, no, I love all my kids equally, blah, 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 which is bullshit. <laughs> and then my mom just flat out said, Matt makes me laugh the most. And I was like, yeah, I know. And that's oh, why. No. Wait, why is that? Oh, no, that's fine. So, Matt, my brother, Matt's hilarious. He'd be my favorite kid out of all of us. I was going to say, so Matt is the, he is the favorite of the kid. He's the oh, favorite. Hands down. Oh. He's the favorite of my, mo- of my mom. Uh, he might be dad's favorite too, actually. They spend the most time together, so I would say right now, probably. I so as the parent of two, like A plus kids, my kids are great. There is, I think overall, you love them equally. You have favorites at different times. You have favorites at different times because sometimes one really cheese you off. I don't have honestly. I can't say because they're both so delightful in so many ways. But they both piss me off in so many different yeah. ways too. Like there's, I'm not saying they're perfect, but I'm saying it all depends on when you ask. If you ask that again, you know, in a few months or any time, really, it could be yeah. different. You know what might be different for both of you right now too? I think your favorites get set in stone as your kids get older. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Like my brother, my oldest brother, Rob. I think is still my dad's favorite and he's been the favorite for a while. And so is my, actually, so is my other brother. It's the brothers, the the women in our family. We, we really messed up. Our parents were not on the favorite list for either of them. Ouch. But, <laughs> um, I do think that that changes as you get older too. Cause I think I was the favorite of my dad for a little bit, but I think I've dropped my ranking, but it's okay. So what do you do? Who's your favorite parent? Uh, no, you can't pick favorite parents. Right now, <laughs> I'm in between my, my, there was a while where I was definitely closer with my dad than my mom, but then before that, closer, like, you know, just in terms of relationship, but right now they're split down the middle. It's because I barely see any of them ever yeah, that's come true. visit yeah. if you hear this podcast. I think in regard, okay, so Benny, I'll ask you then who, and by the way, Laura is the question master and we'll get to that later, but yeah, this, I'm just, this, we've just kind of fallen a down a hole. list here, Jeff. I know that's okay. <laughs> that, and yeah. If I, if I'm impeding on any of your questions, just, you know, gong me out with it. Um, so then, Benny, is it you or your sister who's the favorite? Oh, my sister, 100%. You think so? Oh, there's no question. She, uh, so she hosts all the time. They'll, like, my parents, they zip through St. Thomas to get to Niagara. <laughs> they don't stop. I've said that many times. They, I think, honestly, I think my kids are their favorite right now. Um, so the grandkids trump everybody else. Yeah. But yeah, that's fair. There is, there is a, a lot more back and forth visitation with my parents and my sister than there is with us and my parents, despite the fact that we are an hour away and my sister's like two and a half or close to three the way my right. dad drives. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll, but they'll do the whole weekend. They'll do that sort of thing. I think they've stayed at our place maybe twice in the five years that we've been. And a couple of times they've just gone to a hotel, but that's because we, we gave up the spare bedroom and made it a playroom for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, See you bye. Nobody's yeah, coming. So yeah. Well, for the three times a year someone stays there considering the every day the kids want to exactly. play. Exactly. Yeah, that was it for sure. I think so- 
I definitely know up until zero to 18, I not only my parents not enjoy me, they I think they wanted to find a way to get rid of me. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, but here's the thing. I think, honestly, they put full weight in my brother because like scholastically, way smarter, way more focused, attention to detail uh, in school. And then like he was the kid, basically they thought, oh, he's going to move away. He wanted to be involved in television production and he was going to be the golden child. And I was going to be the kid that stumbled around, went from local job to local job, and nothing happened. Holy role reversal. He goes to school. He graduates. He's back three weeks later, moved from London back to to Terra, and then ended up getting a job at an audiovisual store and sold like home stereos and car audio for almost 10 years. And now he sells windows and doors. And hey, you know what? He's got a nice career. That's good on him. I left at 17. I hadn't even turned 18 and never went back. And I've moved a bunch of places, had a had a good career to this point, happy, uh, set up in a lot of ways. I think now I'm the favorite child. Nice. There it's always go. nice when you know that you've improved in ranking. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. slipped. I think now that when I when you were talking about zero to eighteen, my sister did give my parents a crazy hard time when she was in her like young teens to yeah. when she moved out, basically. But she also made like she was a lot riskier than I was as a kid, and that has also completely reversed. But I never gave my parents any trouble at all because, A, I was better at sneaking around, yeah. <laughs> and B, like, I just, I never fought with them or anything like that. Like, I, I always did my own thing. We didn't butt heads over stuff. So there was a point. So I would have been, let's say, six to about 14, maybe. I may have been now six to 12. I was, <laughs> I was the favorite. And then after that, Sarah she replaced the, uh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel good. I feel like I've accomplished something. I don't know what it uh, equals out to. Now I'm like, oh, maybe that's all part of his ploy because maybe he's smarter because they are getting up in age. I mean, maybe I'll be stuck dealing with You'll them and looking after them. them. Yeah, definitely. Well, and they're like, well, who's going to be the, uh, you know, who's going to take over our estate? I'm like, well, when you have nothing, it's not going to be me because I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to deal with it. Easy, but it yeah. doesn't pay very well. <laughs> what do you mean? I owe you? No way. Get them with the death oh, oh, tax. They're, they're yeah. dead. They're dead. Okay. So Laura is the, is the question master. There you go. I'll, I'll hand it over to you. We handled all the kid stuff, all, all the things that we kind of spiraled down into. Okay, let me just talk. check. Can you guys still hear me? Yes. Okay, good, because I completely cut out there for a second. Oh, we were okay. having a oh, Wi-Fi no. issues at the communications company. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I'm actually glad we talked about slightly like Thanksgiving and family because I forgot it was Thanksgiving weekend, and these are definitely nothing family-oriented. Uh, one of these questions, I don't even know if you'd want your family to listen to. That one I'm going to save for last. So we talked about this on the show this morning. And I don't know if we've ever used this as a question. So I'm going to use it again if we have anyway. If you are going to a concert and you have the option to see the set list in advance, do you look it up? Yes. Yep. 100%. Even even if it, for me, even if it's Foo Fighters, even if it's iHeartRadio Jingle Ball, yeah. or just I would like to know what I'm going to see. Really? Eh? Yep. Yep. It has never once occurred to me to look it up. Now that said, our friend Jay Stevens, I've gone to dozens of concerts with him, and he always looks. So setlist.fm is like it's where you go to find the setlist for stuff. I love looking back on it because I'm usually too drunk by the end of it to know what I missed out on. <laughs> um, but he will look at the history. So the last few dates of the artists that we're going to go see and see where 
things lie, if it's the same set list every night or if there's variations or what we can expect, when we can expect it, that sort of thing. Sheesh. And yeah, and I, to me, I, that has never occurred to me because I, if it's somebody like Foo Fighters, I'll know all the songs front to back already anyways. Or Arkells, which we're going to be seeing in February. Very excited for that. Oh, yeah. If it's um, a band I don't know terribly well, again, it doesn't really matter where their songs lie because I'm going to, I don't know, just vibe with it. Also, I I never plan ahead for anything. So. <laughs> <laughs> I like the okay, surprise. that's yeah. fair. Uh, what is your turnoff in a friend? Multiple things. Yeah, there are two things that stick out to me, and it's yeah, it can be a couple things. We've discussed this at length in the past, where when you are a couple with kids, to find another couple with kids where everybody vibes is really hard. Yeah, because the parents can be super cool and the kids can be little turds, and that it sucks because you don't want to have them over because their kids suck. Uh, the kids can get along really, really well, but the parents are boring or uninteresting or just don't align with our, not even just values, but like just general conversation. So to find that perfect mix is in, is nigh impossible. It's very close to being impossible. And it's not even that it's a deal breaker, but it's like, if you don't look forward to hanging out with somebody because of <laughs> somebody that's coming with them, you you can't possibly be that good of friends at yep. any point. Yeah. yeah. And the second one is when you're talking to somebody and you can tell they're not paying attention and they're just waiting for their turn to talk and it's always about them. There's been a few people and it's, again, it's like the kids get along great. I can't handle, I can't hold a conversation with this person because they don't care about anything coming out of my mouth. They're so concerned about their next, you can just tell they're off thinking about what they're going to say. And it's not a social anxiety thing as much as a, they just legitimately couldn't care less about what is coming out of my mouth. That's tough. And could, you could feel it. Coming. Oh, you could feel like, it for sure. Oh, this is going to be painful. Yeah. When the, it's the universe, it's not that they're the center of the universe. They are the entire universe. I can't handle it. <laughs> for me, it, uh, so loyalty and it, it kind of, it's an umbrella term. Loyalty in a lot of ways is, and I've said this, so someone I'd qualify, Adam is my best friend, but I know he has other people that see him as right. their best friend. Yeah. And he may, I don't know how he does it, makes it all work. Like our buddy Robbie, that we're all now mutual friends, but he and Robbie went to high school together. So they've known each other for double the time that I've been in the picture. Yep. But it never gets in the way of anything. And he's so inclusionary in that regard. So he is deathly loyal. We disagree on things and even some big heavy things, mm-hmm. but we're always able to get past it. So if someone fails to be loyal in that sense of just, Sometimes you got to eat your words. Sometimes you got like to be able to apologize. Being like, nah, I was wrong. Like that, yeah. you know. So you've got loyalty, but then showing um, pride. You know, p- well, like, pride yeah. and the ability to chew on it. Sometimes yep. when you when you're like, you know what? You, we've had times where someone's been really strong on something, but they're incorrect, and you try to tell them they're incorrect multiple times. They choose not to believe you, and then the next day you get a phone call or a, a pop by. Hey, you know, yesterday when we were talking about X, Y, Z, yeah, I was totally wrong on that. I actually looked it up or was chatting with so and so. Yeah, I was totally wrong on that. That to me, I'm like, you're loyal because that, that's a good acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah sure. that takes a, a lot one, too. Yeah. A lot of a lot of guts or gusto or testicles to to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the thing. If you're not loyal, um, just time making time, and it doesn't have to. The understanding of as you age, how busy life Good gets. Call. Yeah. So yeah. look, if we can't connect every week, it's not because I don't care or I'm not thinking about you. It's life, work, kids, and yeah, 
every once in a while, I like alone time. I like to go to the gym by yeah, myself. Yeah. I like to hang out by myself early morning sometimes. Like, I just like that. And when you have a friend that totally gets that, man, that's worth its weight in gold. It is. That's a, that's a key one. And I, I remember admi- having difficulty admitting to somebody at one point when we had made plans or was like, check to see if you're available this weekend or something like that. And it was like, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I didn't even have the energy to come up with something where I was like, oh, unfortunately, this is up. Yeah. I was like, look, honestly, I just, we can't make it. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, we're not doing anything this weekend. And it was on, like, it was just one of those, we've been super busy. And this is, yeah. this is also pre-pandemic. I'll go anywhere at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like, it was like, we, between the kids, they have stuff going on every day. We were just here. We were just there. Honestly, we just need a recoup weekend. And it was, and they're like. I totally get it. You know, it's great. That's totally fine. We'll plan another time. It's not that they are under their lower priority than just mm-hmm. free time. It was, well, we just, we physically cannot go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, it's great. I think the, so I have had learned how to say that to people as well, Benny. And for me, I won't follow through on that. I will make plans with people and overbook myself and then burn out so oh, yeah, hard. Yeah. So I actually have to write that like the weekend that you don't do anything in my calendar. But because of that, if somebody asks to hang out when you want that alone time, I flat out say, sorry, I have plans. And if they, if they message and say, oh, I just saw you were at home. I'm going to say, yeah, that was my plan was yeah, to totally. stay at home. Yep. Because no, legit, that's plans. You can hang plan to hang out with yourself and still consider that yourself busy. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. Third and final question. This is one that I was like, ah, oh, can we ask this on the podcast? But you know what? We're going to because this is, I feel like, I just want to know. I think it's a fun question. Uh, okay. Think of your freedom five list, like those celebrities that you should, like, you know, you're allowed to hook up with if, mm-hmm. if it ever happens. Okay. Now, if your freedom five is down to get with it, but... If you could also make that a threesome with your current partner, would you? 100% yes. And I also think I could convince backstage Sarah to be a part of it. <laughs> I have more chance of that happening <laughs> than just the, the twosome. Like, <laughs> so you would want your Freedom 5 to, be to a get part all of... up in your marriage? Yep, I'd be okay with that. A sixome would be cool. Yep, totally fine. Yeah, oh, hey, oh, you didn't mean all, all five? five? All five, sure. Why not? No, <laughs> like no, like no, one no, at a time? Okay. or. Like, <laughs> If any one, no, I said a threesome, not an eight-some, whatever it is. No, I'm saying if any one person from your Freedom 5 uh, wanted to get down, would you would you turn that into a threesome with your well, with Sarah? The other side is, well, if she has a list, does she then get to offer it up to us? Because I assure yep. you my answer is probably like, no, nah, I'm good. Yep. No, yeah. no, I'm good. I'll just sit this one out. Two-way street? No, and that's just street. it. That's yeah. just it. I, uh, well, and like she, and I don't know. It's, it's like Sarah, she's like, heterosexual, but she's like, you know what? Something about two women is sensual. And that's kind of where it stops and starts for her in that. I don't know if, if I can't imagine, and I'm, I'm totally just guessing here. I can't imagine that she'd be like, yep, you and someone on my top five hot celebrity list. I don't know if I don't, I couldn't see that. Don't either of you worry about like, I thought this would be an interesting question based on wouldn't either of you worry about you uh, being too obsessed with your freedom fiver and like ruining your marriage. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> is this like is this Not like a, a weekly friday afternoon thing or is this a no, one this is time a one-timer this one is a one-timer timer. 
listen, that celebrity's going to have a lot of regret, whether it's with any three of us. So you, that's a <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, you don't get second chances. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love to have the super answer of like, oh yeah, just, I don't know. I it's so mm, because my challenges out of my five, I don't know if I could pick just one. Well, it's whoever's available. <laughs> <laughs> It's your you tiny black book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sheesh. I don't know. If we're like Jennifer Aniston, horrible bosses, <laughs> that's a different mm-hmm. world. Yeah. If we're Kate Beckinsale and everything I mean, on our Instagram in the last seven months, then, well. Yeah, but this is them as a person, also not mm, them as their movie characters. I know. This is them, you know, know. you bump into them at, at but, some random bar. But, at Oktoberfest. But here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Again, they're, for the most part, like... I would suggest, since I don't know any of them, it's a visual attraction. And then, obviously, some of the characters they portrayed have drawn interest and been like, ooh, I like that. But then what if you met them and you're like, you're a horrible human and I can't get hard. <laughs> like, <laughs> what if it was that? What if it was that? That's the worst case scenario. I know. <laughs> you get it all like, lined up to have a threesome with your <laughs> wife and your, one of your woo! top five and it uh, just doesn't work. Well, Oof. this isn't going well. Yeah. No. Like, Oof. I... That, there's, I have so many questions to your question, but I, <laughs> I have no questions. I know. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I could get backstage there and on it too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, maybe, yeah, likely, uh, may, sure, maybe, yeah. I'm, I'm on the maybe, yeah line. I can't even give a, a, a for sure if I could get her on board. Yeah. All right. Which I guess is my answer. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong like answer. Like a 60-40 split kind of thing. Okay. Like, I think I have an idea, but we honestly haven't had the conversation like this in years, so I, I don't know what it would be. And my list, uh, it's been updated since our last conversation, so I don't know. Yeah. I Really, we should come up with a Freedom 5 for the same sex, who we'd be willing to participate with if our partner hooked up with them. You know what I'm saying? Oh no! Yeah, I would. I would partake in that. That's emasculating at its finest. (laughs) I would. I think because I'm thinking about it. Backstage Sarah doesn't align with my top five. She hates Ellie Golding. She hates her. Oh God! Yeah, Yeah. don't waste your freedom five on that. But then she's a fan of like Anne Hathaway, so that'd be okay. I'd be down with that. Hathaway. (laughs) (laughs) But then, so I'm thinking. I think that. If the if the tables were turned, I'm trying yeah, to think of who be... in her top five. I don't know that she's updated in a while, so she's got like some of her guys are getting pretty up there. Like like who? Like Matthew McConaughey was on there for a while, but that was also before I think he was oversaturated everywhere, and people got kind of tired of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, so I don't know. He's if gonna she's... like talk to you like he, uh, in a Lincoln commercial, you know? Yeah, yeah. Talk about a boner killer there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I don't know. I'd have to ask her and see. But yeah, I think that similarly, we we the three of us would have to vibe. I mean, obviously, it's gotta. There's gotta mm-hmm. be a connection there. Would you have the opportunity to do like a speed dating, like a quick few minutes, have a drink, just to see if things kind of connect? Mm, no, it's just whether or not you think your relationship would survive as a result of threesoming with your Freedom Five. Well, I think, I think be, that's a, just a quick snap decision, you know. I think in that case, because you knowing it's a one and done, and it's someone who's famous with again, they're on their private plane and gone, never to be seen again. I feel like it would, but if you're enjoying having a third party in, then you've got to ask: Are we going to move into an open marriage, or are we just together because it's convenient and we probably don't belong together? Well, there's a middle ground there still. You don't have to always be out 
banging. It doesn't have to always be an open marriage. It can be a. I can like you guys open are still the gate together. Close it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes open. Yeah. There's For hours. <laughs> There's business hours. Saturday, Sunday only. For special events. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's another thing, too, though, that I actually just realized, too. Imagine, imagine this, okay? You do a threesome for your three to Freedom Five. You decide, hey, we should try an open marriage, but your first open marriage experience is with a celebrity. I feel like it would Yeah, it's all down downhill from there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, not really, because yeah. you have also- Celebrity have... swinger stars look way nicer than- Well, yeah. and that's the thing. They're also, they're just people with interesting jobs. Like, there's- no, they're celebrity. super hot people. They're often super jobs. hot. Yeah. Just, yeah, but yeah. they can have small, ugly weens. They can not be good <laughs> in the sack. Like, there could be a long list. Like, I, there was, uh, I'll, I've got to be so generic, but there's someone that we went to college with that every dude lusted after. And two fellas eventually were able to have some relations, both independent and not friends, said the most boring person in the bedroom ever. Yeah. You yeah, risk that. It. You risk that. Like Jennifer yeah, Aniston, she may be magical, but you know what? I'm going to throw a little little red flag up. She's still single. Yeah, I, hey, I, it's possible. Yeah. And you can't say, oh, I just like being alone because that's, to me, not a valid. But still... being alone is great. I've already said this. If the beautiful Brazilian cyber cop dumps me, I will never live with someone again. Okay. You say that. Don't make us write that down. Yeah. Well, it's it already down. on the podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can always already... refer back to it. I actually already once upset him by suggesting if we were to have the money, I would want two separate houses on the same property. And he was like, what, you wouldn't want to live with me? And I was like, no. And then he was like, what? On the same property. <laughs> I didn't actually... realize how insensitive that sounded at the time. I really meant it as like, you know, it'd be cool to have our own like separate places. And then it'd be, it almost be like you're dating again, you know? It's like, hey, want to come over to my house at six? And no, and then he'd be like, no, I'm busy with your friend who's way more into me. <laughs> uh, oh, sheesh. Okay, that's it for my questions. Wow. Man, and now we just left it off like that. What a cliffhanger. Well, I know no. what I'm going to talk about at the dinner table tonight. <laughs> hey, Sarah, so Laura yeah. was wondering. Hypothetically. <laughs> Which hot and sweaty Hollywood A-type would I have to look over and go, yeah, I don't feel little now. Yeah, <laughs> In all categories, because we've got this giant Superman here. I just I got thinking, actually. I guess another thing actually. to realize, though, is that it's also your Freedom 5, right? Like, your Freedom freedom 5 in this scenario is into you. Uh, right, yes. Another yeah. tip. Anyway, anyway, we already wrapped up this question. There, now there it's it is. another one. That's your homework. Your listening homework. Think about <laughs> your answer, and we'll recap on next week's podcast. We probably won't because we'll get in trouble. For it. <laughs> I want. I'm, I'm going to wait for my time around, and I'm going to say who is on your I, partner's ideal Freedom Five. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, I'd have to okay. ask. I have an idea. I have an idea. I think Captain in America, <laughs> Chris uh, Evans. Hinanthra doesn't have one, and he won't answer it. I can guarantee you. I will do my homework for next week, but I bet you he won't answer. Really? Interesting. Yep. They don't have. They don't have. Listen, North America is really weird for stuff like this. In Brazil, they also don't have like everybody goes to the strip club on Bachelor and Bachelorettes. I think that is slowly fading away too. Yep. In this day and age, which is fine. You know what? My first and only Bachelor experience at a strip club was just like icky. Uh, but anyway, he was so like. He had no idea the first time I went to this bachelorette and we went to a strip club. He had no idea what happened there. Like, he did not know what goes down when you're a bachelorette party at a male strip club. Mm. Um, 
So, and, and they just kind of don't have that kind of vibe in Brazil. You're just. I've seen pictures of Carnival. It's because the strip clubs are all out on the road. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what's left to see? It's, yeah, exactly. There's very little there. <laughs> very little. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, there's the podcast. End on that note. <laughs> Amazing. <sighs> Got to go for a smoke. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah. Thanks for being here as always and uh, checking out the podcast. Hopefully you found us on the show or vice versa, whatever. You can find us always on the iHeartRadio app. Much love and we will chat soon.